You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. It's the Nick Batterat Show. 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 Nick Batterat. Nick Batterat. Nick Batterat. Nick Batterat. Nick Batterat. It's Nick Batterat. It's Nick Batterat. It's the Nick Batterat Show. Welcome to the Nick Batterat Show. Nick Batterat. Uh... Well, he's not here this week. Uh, uh, this is uh, Mr. DeWasti. Uh, I'm actually screening guests this week for potential uh, guests later on down the road uh, for the Nick Vatterot Show. Uh, today we have a, a guest this week. Um, now this guy, uh, let's, let's just welcome aboard Douglas Lee Kobrick. Douglas Lee. Thank you very much. Douglas Lee. Your name is an, ad, an, ad, an adverb. It, I guess it's like Douglas Lee. It's very Douglas Lee out today. The the girls at Skidmore said not Doug less, Doug Moore. Doug Moore. Doug Moore. Doug Doug Le- you know what? But some people say Doug less is Doug Moore. <laughs> Douglas might be Doug Moore. Doug Douglas Lee Kobrick. Now is that a surname? That would be a surname, yes. That would be a German surname. A German surname. A German surname. Meaning that comes from what? Now Vaterat is a uh uh Vaterat uh Vat means barrel. Okay. And of uh, Arat means of uh, of like this of a fermented beverage, so it means his last name is a barrel of beer. That's pretty cool. Mine's the specific location, I believe. I think Koberg was a place. Koberg was a place in yeah. Germany. In Germany, near uh, Denmark. Um, Dewasti, which is my last name. Dewasti is actually German for Spanish. That's pretty cool. It's the German word for Spanish, Dewasti. It's a Polish name. Um, now, you are, you, who are you? You are a guy, uh, you hit Nick Vatterat up on the internet. I did. You added him on Twitter. I now, added you, you on Twitter. Uh, you, you superlative, uh, me and everybody who works here. Obviously, Nick Vatterat's not here today. Um, and... Uh, and you you follow him on Twitter. I do follow him on Twitter. I started following him on Twitter, actually. I saw him in, like, I want to say it was 2010. And just, say it. Just, if you want to say it, just say it. I did. Okay, great. I got back from the Middle East, and um, I was going to school in Seattle for Vacation? No, I was in the Coast Guard. Oh, oh okay. And uh, when they say that you're going to guard the coast, they do not specify where. Is there coasts in the Middle East? There I thought it was coasts. pretty much, there I never see a coast the when there are. And all that fighting, I never, are they fighting? If they were I fighting was, over coast, I would understand. I was uh, on an oil, well, I was on an island. Is there a, used now, is there a lot of oil in the Middle East? There is, oh, there okay. is. But not in Bahrain, where I was anymore. They actually ran out of oil back in the 70s, and um, they became like the banking center for the Middle East. Bahrain. Now, Bahrain. where now where are Bahrauts is that? Bahrain is in the Northern Arabian Gulf. It's north of Qatar, and it's connected by a causeway to Saudi Arabia. So, but why there's no, so what's the point of it? And now that there's no oil there, why have it? Uh, How's they, their soccer They're like team? the Switzerland of the Middle East. They handle everybody's banking transactions. And also apparently the tree of life is supposedly there and God can't see it. So the Saudis go there to have sex with prostitutes and drink. God can't see it. Yeah, God can't see it supposedly. Oh, so he made it. He made camouflage for, that he can't uh, see through doing crazy things. Yeah. Why would he do that? I bet he's regretting making that. I know he's like, oh man, uh, I don't want them hanging, you know, screwing prostitutes and drinking anywhere else. It's too bad I had to put this, you know, blind spot right next to Saudi Arabia. Can we genetic engineer that tree of life so that we can have just all tree of lives everywhere? That would be awesome. Then I love a tree of life in my home, so my wife can't see me <laughs> eating eating her food. 
Oh, I, I actually thought you were going to say sister. N- well, no. Uh, I wouldn't uh, eat my wife's sister. Uh, she is much older than me. Uh, <laughs> but I uh, make fun of my wife's cooking, but when she's not looking, I actually in- very much enjoy it. And uh, But I just like to have that over her because I am lacking in every other part of the relationship. So um, but that's uh, this isn't about me. This is about, uh, well, I need to screen you. You uh, do. I, I need to screen you to see if you could be a potential guest on the show. You know, you can't just, you can't just, I- any, anybody just can't just walk off the internet. You don't know what's walking in here. Nick Vatterot could get a pan to the eyeball. You know, That's he could, true. he could, uh, you could uh, t- steal his tie collection that is always hanging up in the back. Um, you were in the Coast Guard. How long did you, were you in Bahrain? I was in Bahrain for about four months and then I got in trouble and kicked out. No, okay. I was what? out after curfew. Are you uh, you're out after curfew. Yeah. Which is what three it was, p.m. No, it was freaking midnight. It was midnight. Yeah. What is there to do in Bahrain after midnight? Uh, party. Oh, big party town. Yeah. Bahrain. That's, that's pretty much what there is to do there. What it's, were your duties? Is there a coast in Bahrain? There is. There is. Uh, it's it's an island, so it's surrounded by coast. My duties there were. Um, I know it's an island. I was writing uh, down that it's an island. <laughs> Did not know it was. An I was. Uh, I was an electrician, so I was fixing um, patrol boats and uh, getting them underway. Why we, are we doing this? Don't they have a Bahrain Coast Guard? They do, but we were actually this stupid. We were there guarding the Iraqi oil platforms. Jeez. Like that's specifically what my like job was. The Iraqi. Okay, so right. uh, which K-Bot begs the question: Why are we guarding the Iraqi? Because 98% of their GDP comes out of those two oil platforms. And we thought that we were going to get, you know, the money when we went there for that oil. How much crazy ass shit did you see over there? That's a lot of crazy shit. Um, is it, uh, like, how, what do you walk away, what is your overall feeling walking away from that experience? I was really turned off by the way that Arabs treat women. Okay. Well, I think, uh, do, why? They, uh, they pamper them too much? No, like this guy, my last day, um, we pulled up behind him on uh, this road that was right in front of the Navy base that I was stationed at. And um, this guy's got his car door open, and he was in the passenger side just throwing his hand and, like, hitting this person inside, like, really, really hard. We couldn't figure out what it was. My buddy and I got out of the car and walked over to check it out, and this guy's hitting his girl. And the cops were standing, like, maybe 15 feet away from him just didn't do shit. Uh, And was it... Now, are you sure that wasn't uh, Rihanna and It uh, might have been Brown? Rihanna and Chris Brown. Because I hear they go out there a lot, <laughs> knock, and maybe knock. that's who you were, That's who you saw. I got a good joke about that. Knock, knock. Oh, uh, who is it? Chris Beat. Uh, doors open. Yeah, Rihanna. Oh, yeah. wait, what? Chris Beat who? Rihanna. Hmm. That's kind of an old joke. <sighs> it is an old joke. Yeah. I think I might have messed up the, uh, the knock, up knock the setup. Up I it's screwed okay. it up. I threw a wrench into the spokes and we all uh, we all fell over. I ran and with it. Crashed our, our knees. Um, Bahrain. Well, uh, so U.S. Coast Guard Bahrain. Is there is there other crazy things that you saw there? Uh, is there a crazy good thing that you saw there? Was it all? It I wasn't was, all just. Uh, I'll tell you this. I was out all night long, and um, I was lost, and I didn't know where I was, and I was walking down the side of the road. And I just stuck my thumb out and some random dude stopped, picked me up and drove me around Manama for like a half an hour showing me stuff That's before amazing. he dropped me off at home. And that wouldn't happen here in the United States. 
you know? Right, because that's a long way to drive from right, here. Right. We'd have to drive a long way to Mahama. And uh, people could probably drive you around Dallas. That's closer. Yeah. What okay. is Mahama? What is that? A Manama uh, is Manama. the capital. Okay. Oh, that's where uh, uh, Grover is from. Manamana. That's what I thought all the time. Was that Grover or no? Manamana. Or animal. I thought it was animal. Maybe it was Manamana. It was whatever that guy was. Well, that sounds like it. So you come back from the Middle East. Yeah. And uh, and I went to the Parlor Live one night. Parlor Live. Because my friend Justin Ruppel was in town and he was he got me VIP tickets and it was it was Nick and Justin Ruppel and TJ Miller. That's right. TJ headlining and I was screening audience members for that show. Screening audience. I was there that night. I I screen everything. I screen the shrimp that Nick eats. I put it in my mouth, I chew it up, and then I put it in a bowl. I go, not poison. <laughs> That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. Um, he's lost a lot of weight since I started doing that, not eating as much. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Parlor Live, uh, it's a... Uh, it's in Bellevue, Washington, just outside it of is. Seattle. It is. A very posh part of the woods. Uh, tech country up there. It is. And it's one of the nicest comedy clubs I've been in. Very nice. They have a, yeah. I have a billiard, uh, billiard room just outside. They, they take do. the pool cues. I remember this night because I always screen all the pool cues. And they put each one in the corner of a table and they raise up into a pyramid. And it, uh, it's uh, pointless, but it looks it cool looks really when there's cool. pyramids all over the place. Uh, so you saw him that night, uh, and then you said, well, I'm connecting with him on Twitter. I definitely did. I, I think like, I remember screening your up. follow and, and allowing you through. Uh, that was cool. I I'm all glad the you did. I'm That's glad right. you did. Now, you were in that, uh, let's see, you were... You're in the Coast Guard. I was. I went uh, to Antarctica a couple times in the Coast Guard. Antarctica. Yeah. Now, uh, is it true what they say about Antarctica? Uh, depends. Is it, That's what. Cold. What do they say about? It? Okay, so it is cold it's down cold. there. It is cold. I hear you can look up, look up in the sky and see the moon. No ozone. It's, I uh, it's could. the moon. It's stars are out twenty four hours a day because the ozone's gone. I could not because I never saw the sun go down ever. It was up the whole time. Uh, yeah, I was there for six months total. Uh, two trips, two austral summers, and um, I never saw the sun go a down. A lot of oil down there, right? There is a lot of oil down there, but we're not trying to mine it i mean why we not will soon just There's gonna fall off into the ocean anyway we signed a treaty back in like the 60s with who the penguins well the russians and the english and the swedes and the norwegians the, the penguins english. own that land down there they're they our really modern day native american they really are they they're they're uh now i'm not equating native americans with penguins i'm equating penguins penguins with native i'm americans. raising them up and say this is their land, and we're stealing Antarctica out from beneath those sweet, sweet giant eggs of theirs. I always thought they were up to something. They look sneaky. Why are they wearing tuxedos all the time if they're I, up to something? I seen them. I saw one fly once, and then he uh, and he walked up to me. and He goes, "Tell nobody. Tell no one." He flew away. They've got very gruff voices, and they know about seventeen words, and usually, and they're all tell nobody, kill. Murder, <laughs> flee, uh, table for seven. Uh, and table then, for seven. They, that's about all the words they know. Um, Antarctica, you're down there. So now you're, you're why go to Antarctica? Um, we're resupplying the science mission in Antarctica. We're breaking in a channel. I was on an icebreaker. We're breaking a channel into McMurdo Station. You see any action down there? I saw. How do they treat women in Antarctica? Really well. They're a bunch. Of, they're they're a lot of scientists, girls. Like for the most part, like there was no. 
Rihanna situation. There was no Rihanna situation. No, everyone was really. It was the drunkest. They're all hippies down there. They were all very, very much hippies. It's the drunkest place I've ever been. Everything was a dollar. Called drinks at the bars were a dollar. They could have charged whatever they wanted. They could have charged whatever they wanted to, but they chose a dollar. Where else are you going to go? Nowhere. The saloon up the pole? I think the only option is buy a cheap bottle of booze from the commissary and go pass out. They got commissaries down there? They have a commissary. Also, what's a commissary? A commissary is a place where you can buy food. Oh. And booze. Those are uh, those are called bodegas. They are. They I guess you would call it the only bodega on the continent. So Antarctica has a bodega. They have a bodega. I think they were growing weed. I'm pretty sure they were growing weed. Southern lights, man. Southern lights. Get those sweet southern lights, That's man. Right. That's right. Coast Guard Antarctica. It's a McMurdo thunderfuck or whatever. I don't know. What is, mind your manners. <laughs> what is that? Bad words. Is that a weed? That's the the tweeds. They just need to put more bad words in weed. That would be good. Hey, got a got a sweet batch of uh, <laughs> poo. I've got some poo. That wasn't a very good batch. No, that was that's a not, terrible. Let's come up with a better word. one for weed. I've got some uh, got some great anthrax here for you, man. That'd you be great. Some anthrax looks too much like cocaine. It does. I've made that mistake seven times yeah. in my life. Oh, uh, poor! It, you try to get your bird high next. You know, you gave him anthrax. Too. You go back to now. Now you go back. So you get this wild hair. Do. Do, you, do you listen to the Nick Vatterot show? I had not yet. I didn't know that there was. So you a Nick haven't Vatterot even. You've never show. even listened to it. I've been reading you, your tweets. But and you're I just like you're not Mesh. even. You didn't even listen to the show. You just want to. Just I want to be on it. Yeah, I want to come down and talk. Why did you want to come on? I th- I've seen Nick's stand up before, and mm-hmm. I thought that it was very very funny. But I, not enough to listen to the podcast. I. I thought that this was a new podcast. No, well, it's, it's like about 12 episodes. I don't know. It was like 15 episodes. There's okay. enough you could have heard it. I should have, actually. I feel like How long douche. was the... Now, where are you from? Originally? Now, you're, you're from Sarasota Springs, correct? I live in Saratoga S- Springs. Lar- right Lar- oh, I'm thinking of Sarasota. Yeah, you, that's Florida. That's Florida. Sarasota Springs. <laughs> are very nice this time of year. It is. Uh, the Saratoga Springs. Now, how, how many hours away is that? It was three hours on the three bus. Three hours. So you could have listened to three podcasts on the way down here. I could have. What did you do the whole way down here? I slept and I read a Philip Roth book. Great. Good, because we're going to sleep and talk about Philip Roth the whole time. So perfect. All right. First sleep. <laughs> Great. Glad we practiced <laughs> and that. Then, and now who's Philip? What is it? Philip Roth? Philip Roth. It was. It's this book called The Plot Against America. It's like No, a, everyone loves America. Especially Martha Stewart and James, that guy who's on 50s diners. Well, this is an alternate history about what would have happened if Charles Lindbergh had won the nomination for president. Charles Lindbergh? Yeah, he was... The plane guy? Yeah, the plane guy, correct. Um, back during... Uh, right pushed before it. World War II. In case II. our viewers don't know, he was the one who pushed Amelia Earhart out of the plane. He was a Nazi. He was a Nazi? He was a Nazi. He was a Nazi. What kind of Nazi? A good Nazi or a bad Nazi? Like the bad kind. kind I hate the bad kind. I I also don't like the good kind. I don't like any of that kind. But Um, um, he was a Nazi, and um, he was trying to run for office at one point. If he had secured the nomination, he was also an isolationist, so there's a chance we wouldn't have gotten involved in World War II. Uh, Wait, what? So a Nazi would... Well, of course we wouldn't have gotten in World War II. We would have been Nazis. Right, right. Why would we... uh, The Nazis are going to take over the Nazis. No. They'd be like, hey, more Nazis. Hey, When you phrase it like that, Nazi... You know, Yahtzee was originally called Nazi, and then the Yahtzees came along, and they had to to change it. They had to do that. Nazi! That's uh, (laughs) in another dimension where you play a a game with six dice, and you roll them, and it's just like, Yo, Nazi! Nazi! 
Oh, uh, but World War II happened and they ruined that dice game they forever. Everything. Um, why are we talking about Charles Lindbergh? We were talking about the Philip Roth book. Oh, and he wrote about this guy. He wrote about this book. It's an alternate history, like about what would have happened if. What would have happened if? If only Charles Lindbergh had not been the first person to drive a train across the world. I wonder if if he'd ever gotten that train stuck along the way. You know, do you think it ever got like stuck on like a narwhal or something when he was trying to transit the Atlantic? I think the train probably got it's been I think Mariana's Trench was the big and the water and the water. Those were the two biggest things. The so you don't listen to the Nick Vatterat show. You want to be on it. What? And then where is Nick where is Nick Vatterat? So let me tell you since you obviously don't sure know Nick what is, the show where, is. Where is Nick? What right do you now? think the show is by the way? If you had to guess what the show was. Hmm. Um a talk show ish. A talk show ish. Great. Yeah. Uh, for one thing, if, we, if you want to be a guest on the show, this is part of the screening process, you have to know what the show is. Okay. Is it True Facts related? It's True Facts. That's right. Nick Vatterat has recently changed his Twitter handle to True Facts. Uh, so everything he writes is now supposedly a true fact. That's actually what sold me on the idea, was the true facts concept. I like that it's kind of, it's tricky. It's like, they're true facts, well, as opposed to the untrue facts. There's all these Twitter feeds now that uh, that tweet supposedly interesting, weird facts, and it's very suspicious where they're getting a lot of their information All from. the quotes and shit, too, right? Like You can just quote anything, yeah. and apparently it's true. Yes. We're going down the Twitter hole right now. How do I know now? How, your U.S. Coast Guard, you were mysteriously in Antarctica. I was. You've spent an unspecified amount of time in Bahrain doing who knows what with who knows where. How do I know you weren't looking in a mirror when you were beating that person up? How do uh, I know you you weren't that bad guy? How do I know this isn't a setup and it's you're true. here to, you're sent here from the Bahrain neutral, supposedly neutral government to take down Nick Vatterad and his ideals for speaking freedom? Well, uh, well, one uh, reason I know is because you haven't listened to the show, so why would you have an agenda? Right, I don't really have an agenda. All right, well, okay, so you want to be on the show. Now, let's look at your Twitter handle. Yes, sir. Now, have, have you ever met Nick Vatterat? I did one time. You met him at Parlor Live six at years ago. Parlor Live a while back, yeah. A while, while back. How was he? Real piece of dirt. I thought he was cool. I thought he was funny. Did he have sweaty hands? He didn't. He was like, hey, man, you want to go smoke? Like after oh, the TJ set was that's over, right? We we went and made those hams. Yeah, afterwards. we did. We went and had smoked hams. Everyone loves in the parking like lot behind ham. the dumpster. We got high as fuck. I was with, I was there too. Nick didn't get Nick didn't Nick smoke. Nick didn't smoke did. the weed. Only only you. Uh, I get. I am so, half the time. I'm so high out of my mind. I could close my eyes and and I couldn't be able to tell you what clothes I'm wearing. <laughs> it says here in your Twitter feed, <clears throat> you are. It says here you are... Now, if you want to see Douglas Lee Kobrick at D-L-K-O-E-B-R-I-C-H, you can see that he added Nick, can I be on your show? Nick uh, decided to retweet that. He did. I was you excited. Took, which you took as, does that mean I'm on the show? Yes. Nick retweeted it because he didn't know what else, how else to respond. <laughs> Retweet is actually a fun way to be like, well, I, I saw it, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Favorite is like, favorite is like, I like you, but I don't want anyone to know. <laughs> but they changed the way that it's set up. So now that you kind of do, if you click over so to favorites that tab, mean more it's now. Like, I think so. How I many people so. do you follow on uh, I think I Twitter. follow like around 1,200. 1,200. Is that right? 1,530. 1,530, yes. so more. Yes. More. 
Um, you ask a comedian, they'll be able to tell it to you by to the <laughs> digit. Of course. The average course. person, not that you're average, but just saying you're not as uh, uh, egomaniacal as most comedians that are counting every single follower. Um, I I tried to play that game where you keep less follower or you keep. Or you're playing coin and you knew it was fifteen thirty. Uh, oh, I don't know. Twelve. No, I'm just saying I didn't. I never cared about cared about having more followers than I did people that I was following. I never did until Twitter came along. Yeah. Uh, now let me ask you. Um, so you at it at him. I did. He favorited it. I really like his uh, his bit about Q. Q. I really like the bit about Q. Q is one of my favorite. That Q is kind of like the lamest letter, you know. He is. He can't do it's anything a, himself on It's his a own. great bit. It's a great bit for podcasting too, yeah. because it's mostly a visual bit. It is. He puts his. He contorts himself into the letter Q. I've never seen anything like it. And then he contorts himself into the letter R. It used to be P, but then he stuck his foot out one day, and R got more of a response. So that is what. Wanda Patton. <laughs> you can see these bits. He has it on Conan. He has it on Comedy Central's mashup. Uh, you can see the it's alphabet. I was, the white. I was checking out there. that website yesterday. It was cool. Comedy Central's website? Yes, it's very fun. No, the Nick Vatterot website. Oh, Nick Vatterot. That needs a little work. Yeah. Uh, it says here you have... It says you are leader of the revolution... This is your microbio, by the it way. It is. On your microbio. Leader of the revolution... And lover of the universe. Earth. You're from Earth. It's yes. so weird. It's so weird. My cousin's from Earth. Really? Do you know you don't say. I do. I know a Daryl. Wait, which Daryl? No, it's not a Daryl. It's Daryl. Which Daryl? Different guy. A Daryl is an opera singer. Oh. Uh, from Buenos Venadas uh, in southern France. I was Le going to school for opera for a while when I got back. Did you? I did. Uh, was class always done when the fat lady sang? Oh, I killed me! Thank you very much. I'll be here till they cancel me. Uh, leader of the revolution, what revolution are you talking about? Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, That's just a fun thing to put on a microbiome. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty... The vague revolution. The uh, revolution of, of uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm down for whatever cause. I'm pretty frustrated You're with... You're literally uh, a rebel without a cause. I'm, I have a cause. I'm pretty frustrated with... Our economic system right now. You don't like quarters. I don't. What would you rather use? Would you? I want. I. I have a. I'd I rather have an use idea. pennies that were cut in half. I like pennies cut in half. I like nickels that are five times the size. So those are now quarters. I like that too. And uh, all dollars should be paper airplanes. And the only way you could buy stuff is you throw it, and the other person catches it. That <laughs> is a much totally better smart idea. I bet that's how they do it in Bahrain. How's Bahrain doing in the World Cup? Do they have a team? I don't know if they have a team in the World Cup. I didn't check that out. Hmm. What do you think about us in the World Cup? Is my question. Do you think we're gonna? Do you think we're gonna beat Germany, or do you think we're gonna get uh, spanked tomorrow? I think or we, Thursday. I think I think we jinxed us. I think so too. Uh, by the way, uh, who knows when this will air? But if this does air before the World Cup is played. I'm sorry for predicting the outcome. <laughs> I apologize. God damn it. I think I've let... I've changed... I've changed, changed destiny! The, <laughs> he changed the universe. It's that problem with quantum mechanics. You know, you change one little thing and it changes everything. Oh, th that's, that's the least of the problems with quantum mechanics. <laughs> Don't even get me started on quantum mechanics. 
We'll get to quantum mechanics in just a second. And I will write that down because I do want to talk about quantum mechanics. It's a good thing to talk about. And uh, you know what I you know what I hate about quantum mechanics? They always quantum overcharge me. <laughs> oh, <man! laughs> Put it next to the opera lady. <laughs> All right, All right. So are they discreet in their overcharging or not? They already it just well they they charge you quantum mechanics charge you four times as much. I'm not yelling for that one. Now, I uh, the World Cup, this is my issue with the World Cup. Uh, the recent game, we had it in the bag against... Portugal. Portugal. Follow or as they say in France, Portugal. <laughs> and um, it's, an, it's an American guy in France, and he doesn't know how to say it. No. So um, basically, what I found to be the problem is that um, the one, they won on the last... Moment. thing of the game the last the last thing that happened was them lo them t losing Tying. the lead yeah, yeah. the ball went in and then coincidentally that's when the game was over there's no buzzer beater let me okay no. since you open up this can of worms Stoppage time in the World Cup is the dumbest thing mm. I've ever heard in sports. You don't know how much time is left. No. You, the ref, oh, there's, we have no me. way. I can text a thousand people at the same time. Ask him when he's running. How much time left? Two minutes. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up a flag when there's two minutes. There's a million ways to communicate how much time is left. It's a no-brainer. This is the oldest sport in Europe. I know. As far as uh, me not looking at what facts are concerned. <laughs> and you still haven't figured out. You just have no idea how much time is left. The best part of sports is looking at the clock and seeing how much time's left. The ball goes up. Christian Leitner wouldn't have a career if we couldn't see how much time was left. Doug Flutie. Oh, we see he runs out of time. It was because how much time's left. It's so anticlimactic to have no idea if he did it with the last second or there was like four more minutes left no, in the No, and then they just kind of blow the whistle, too. It's like they kind of say that's how much time is going to be up, but it's not really how much time is going to be the up. Play, they, they let the play finish. I know. It's like the game's over. All right, there you go. You do, uh, uh, give me one more shot. Yeah, well, well, even though the buzzer rang, no, it's cool. We got some extra time for you, man. We snuck that in your pocket. It's so dumb. Imagine if in baseball they're like, well, it's been nine innings, but we don't know... I don't know the uh, the ref, the umps they have a different set of innings down there so who knows uh, who knows how many more innings hey. it is two outs oh they've decided it's done after two outs in the 14th mm -hmm. all right but I digress all right quantum mechanics quantum those are like really really small mechanics right they're tiny 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 they're like they're like little 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 they're like little ones quantum <laughs> mechanics make quantum computers quantum computers are based on quantum mechanics quantum computers are what some people believe to be uh the porthole to other dimensions in the universe or the proof that other dimensions exist exist yeah. what do you know about that Johnny Antarctica. Well, what do I know about that? I know that it looks like the standard model of physics has been confirmed by the LHC. Uh, they're doing some really cool LHC. projects. LHC. The Large the Hadron. Los, Ang Los Angeles Californians. The Large Hadron Collider in CERN. Oh, well, oh that LHC. Atlas, yeah. The, the particle collider, they tell us uh, that they're trying to recreate the Big Bang Theory, mm -hmm. but uh, many people think they're trying to create black holes. They, they, many people think they're trying to create other dimensions. What are they doing Well, they're looking for evidence of uh, 
energy loss, basically. They're looking for things going in directions that they wouldn't usually see. Like, um, and so they make these two particles collide at almost as close to the, I mean, as close to the speed of light as they can get them going around this big ass track. And when they smash into each other, there's a huge release of energy and they capture snapshots of all of that as it's happening, you know, instant by instant. They put it on Snapchat. So right. Ha- they, they basically have to Snapchat look at it. Real it. Quick. Yeah, they do. You can't see it for very long. And, and, and then it disappears. And they're looking for things that are going the wrong way, like just that don't seem to fit in with any of the dimensions that we've got already. They're looking for, for p- particles that disappear. And they think that they found some of them. Those particles are dark matter? They are, right. When the world was created, the Big Bang Theory uh, created matter. All this matter was created. Matter and antimatter at the same time. But nobody knows where this antimatter right, went. Right, right. And so the matter, you can't have matter without antimatter. We know that all this matter created everything. We don't know where the antimatter went. Some people think it went into these black holes or whatever. But these super collider trying to recreate right. the uh, Big Bang Theory, they can find out, they want to fu- They create to create matter and see where that antimatter goes to. Where do they think it goes? Where do you think it goes? Um, I think it goes down to Barbados for the weekend and hangs out with its mistress. Well, there was a huge argument between Leonard Susskind and um, and uh, what's his name, the guy in the wheelchair, Hawking, Stephen Hawking, um, about this. Hawking thought that once I hope someday he's known not as the guy, the in guy the in the wheelchair. I hope someday he becomes so smart <laughs> and will have such intellectual things to say and and uh, and con- contributions to the world that he won't be known as the guy in the wheelchair. Uh... At least they're not talking about my voice. At least they're not talking about my voice. <laughs> I heard but, he's uh, speaking of uh, speaking of misogynists. I hear he would have a good time at Bahrain. I think he probably would. They say he's a, and I don't know. You can always fact check everything you ever hear anywhere. But there is some rumor to say that he's a womanizer, which is, I mean, the balls on that guy to be a womanizer is, uh, that's more of a mystery than the Big Bang, in my opinion. I don't know how you can make that happen. I mean, like, I didn't think it would work, really. Like, how does he, like, I don't know. How does he, well, you can be misogynistic, uh, you know. Without, like. Yes. Yeah. You can just be like, hey, get back in the kitchen. Hey, make me a pie. Yeah, he, that's his big thing. He's always telling people to make him pie. Make me pie. Poof, you're a pie. Yeah. Get fuck you. Anyways, he he tried to say that I should watch uh, my mouth. I should watch my mouth. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. The information's lost when it gets thrown into a black hole. That once it passes the event horizon, it's you can't get it back anymore. The event horizon is the plane. The event is that the wormhole from one dimension to another dimension. Uh, the event horizon is the outer edge of the black hole, uh, the singularity, where once matter passes past that point, it's impossible to get it to come back. Like supposedly, because gravity is so strong that it's faster than the speed of light. What if you had? What if you put another black hole next to that black hole? Could it pull it out? See, that's that. That's one of those thought experiments. I don't know. I'm so smart. I could be in a wheelchair. You could be in a wheelchair easily. Um, why should I listen to you? Why? Wh- where did you hear all this stuff? How do you know? Um, I've read these books. I read Leonard Suskin's books. Well, what does uh, Leonard Suskin know? What did well, he ever do? He's the one that uh, discovered string theory. Oh, he uh, discovered string. Kind theory. of at the same time that another guy did. Um, string theory. Yeah, he was working on harmonic resonators at the same time that a guy in, I believe, Japan was working on them. That everything in the universe has a vibrating fiber. Right. That it's we're basically just vibrating little pieces of energy. We're that music. Make up particles. Yeah, we're music. The universe is music. It's made up of thousands of tiny little vibrating strings. Yeah. We're big, we're just 
We're just one big violin and God is Yo-Yo Ma. Let's see here. Yo-Yo Ma just came in and laughed at that for some reason. There's some guy who was passing himself Was that Yo-Yo Ma? I don't know. We get a lot of... We do have a time portal in here. We, we have do. a black hole. Uh, some people think that's where Nick Valorant might have gone. Do you know he through. lost his cello one time? He lost his like million dollar fucking cello. He left it in a cab. I heard about that. Yeah. Uh, it's weird that some people will do that. Uh, there was a man in the Olympics several Olympics ago that left his silver medal in a cab. And that's got to be real embarrassing when you get somewhere like, hey, so what did you do? You won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, Hold on. Check in your pockets. Oh, it's in. You know, I wish. Uh, I, uh, I knew it was around my neck at one point when I got it. Uh, I like the guy who finds the silver medal. Because then he gets to pretend he's a silver medal uh, winner until he gets busted. Yeah. They're like, what did you win? Curling. Curling, that's not a, that's a, there's a boat on there. Why are you, you don't even know what sport that is. Curl, curl, curl from a boat. It's uh, uh, before the it's board the, is over. It's the Icelandic wet method. It's like different. It's like not the same. As they the sink other a lot. Yeah. You gotta make them float. Yeah. You're, you're, you're under arrest, sir. <laughs> Um, it says here you're an engineer of some sort. Uh, it also yeah. says here that you, on your uh, microbi- microbio, uh, that you have, uh, you, okay, U.S. Coast Guard. Oh, you lover of the universe? Yeah, I love the universe. I love life. Now, where, how are you, sir? A certified lover? Where do you get the credentials? I think I got enough to go around. I've moved 31 times in 31 years. 31 times in 31 years. That's not necessarily. Uh, I know a homeless guy who moved 31 yeah. times in the past month. Uh, that is not a mark of achievement. Uh, I, what is what is the... Uh, well, my dad was in the Army, uh-huh. and so I was born in Hawaii, and uh, we moved around a lot because of that. I lived in Guatemala from 1990 to 1992. In and Guatemala. In Guatemala City. And then um, I lived in Buenos Aires uh, for a year, 1990. Buenos Aires. Uh, yeah. uh, recently, uh, Nick Vader was recently in beautiful Buenos I Aires. I love Buenos Aires. He won, a, uh, he won, he won an all-extension all all paid trip. Where'd you go? <laughs> Where did he go? Uh, do you know what restaurants he hit up? Because it's really one of my favorite places. He went to, uh, there's, a, there's a place that serves uh, uh, a, uh, like, like New York-style pizza. Yeah. So I went there. No, I know where that is. Yeah, it's right in the heart of Buenos Aires. Yeah, my parents have a pla- or had a place that was pretty close to that in the Japanese gardens. Japanese gardens. Japanese garden. They have the, in the, that's down in the Japanese near pizza district uh, at the foot of Jesus Christ. Foot. Uh, that beautiful. Or is that in Brazil? That's in Buenos Aires. Brazil. That's, uh, you're talking about Sao Paulo. Think about a different Christ Jesus Re- Christ. Christ statue. Redeemer thing. Yeah, he's yeah. good. You know, you know, a true fact, <coughs> it's been uh, struck by lightning over two times. That's pretty cool. Yeah, over two times. Um, now, uh, you, you travel around. Would you consider yourself a rambling man? I'm definitely a vagabond of short of sorts. Of shorts. Of shorts. You you travel I vagabond around in these my shorts. shorts yeah. You vagabond your shorts. Yeah. That's my favorite brand of shorts. Vagabond. The vagabond shorts. You know they they come holy. They come pre-holy and a little stained. Pre-holy, yeah. much like Jesus of like Rio Jesus. de Janeiro. Do you, uh, yeah, I like Jesus jokes. They're usually funny. Well, but, but they're a, visual for the most part. I feel like most of the Jesus jokes are visual. A lot of visual. Yeah. A lot are, and then others are more wordy. Yeah, they are. There's some clever ones. Do you think Jesus would enjoy most Jesus jokes, or would he be offended? I think that that guy probably had a pretty good sense of humor. Yeah. I'm assuming. I'm assuming that he's not like anybody else that's in his religion. I'm I'm assuming that that dude was pretty chill. He seems like a hippie. I mean, he, he seems like a, he seemed all he wore sandals. He was dirty. Yeah. Uh, hung out with a bunch of hookers and drunks and, you know. Always trying to figure out how to get wine. Yeah. 
He was a told hippie. a lot of people that rich people suck. You yeah. know, like yeah. Uh, went to the market and tore it apart. Yes, he, he did. Was so pissed. He was so and pissed livid off. at everybody. Yeah. And then you didn't. And then no one really knew where he was for most of his twenties. No. Uh, so he was very much like a hippie. Also, he also he found the string cheese inst- instrument. I think you're right. God he did. It. He did found string cheese incident. I'm having a slow stroke over here. It's okay, dude. I can't remember most words. Damn it. Um, all right. Now, where, where do you go from here? So let's say you get on the Nick Vatterot show. How, yeah. will you, how will you promote your appearance? How will you let people know that you were on here if you were to come onto the show? Well, I still I, have to screen, and I still need to, well, I still need to get to the bottom of where... Of the list. I need to get to the bottom of the list, that's right. Um, I almost brought my guitar. I've been, I've been doing music more than comedy lately, but I've been trying to write funny songs. So you're songs. a comedian! I, a little bit, of sorts. What sorts of comedian? Um, not so much on the stage. I did the open mic scene. I'm more of a bank lobby comedian. That's what actually I, I perform tell in front of the surveillance or court at the ATM or like I do a bit where I steal people's money. Um, where where do you do your comedy? Um, I work at a bar right now in Gaffney's, and so a lot of my practice right now is working with customers. I'm a cocktail waiter. Doing bits to their face. Doing now, bits to their face. Now, why close. not go to, uh, what is the comedy scene like in there's, Saratoga There's Springs? none. There's a comedy works, but, um, it's just getting stood up right now. Oh, uh, it got stood up? Yeah. Maybe it had bad breath. Um, there's an- I think she'll Albany show up. Either. We'll just get, we don't know. We just want, just bring me some more bread. And she'll show up. And she'll be here. My wife once stood me up for 47 years. That's a long time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and counting. Still don't know where she is. I think she left with that dude. Yeah? Yeah. She, was always, she always had to go keep getting her back waxed. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, you don't... I go, but you don't have any hair on your back. But you don't have any hair on your She's back, like, baby. exactly, because it, I get my back waxed. If all I the time. Do you want me to have a hairy back? No, but why do you need to borrow money and why are you gone all the time? And why do you always tan when you get back? I was married at one point. I don't have one of those anymore. Oh, uh, marriage certificates? Yeah, not one of those anymore. Uh, do I ask what happened? My ex uh, and I just kind of went different ways. I wanted to pursue more of a, a career in show business and she joined the army at that point and... Um, she went to NYU. She actually she went to school here. In this she town. went. They went. She joined the army. And they they drafted her to NYU. She actually. Oh shit. She. Oh no! Your head fell off. Headphones. Are you a robot? Uh, yes, I am a robot. Um. She went to NYU for communications, mm-hmm. and um didn't. I wish my wife would go for communications. Yeah. Maybe we'd be able to communicate better together. You'd think so. Um, You'd think so. I take digs at my wife in, in hopes that she responds and I can find out where she's Where been. she is. Um, so let's see here. Uh, so she goes her separate way. She does. Where is she, do we ask, do you keep in contact oh, with yeah, friendly yeah, yeah. with we, her? We, we're definitely. Do we're you PayPal each other? We don't PayPal each other, oh. but we are trying to sell a condo in Seattle. Still, oh, is, well, that's romantic. It is. Um, and now, uh, and you go your separate ways. She, uh, what could have been the option? Who would have had to sacrifice? Who would? Whose fault was it? Was it anybody's fault? I don't think it was anybody's fault. I think it's just that I got out of the military and I spent my entire life in it and she really loved the benefits and she loved that lifestyle and I was ready to be done and she wasn't so when she started would you have been able to to keep you would have to stay in the military uh, and travel around with her and still and live every year in a different place it would have been hard well uh, we're in different services too I was in the Coast Guard and she was in the Army and they're they just don't mash up a lot don't they do an exchange program not really. The academies do. But or not. be based in the same place? 
That's I'm hard. sure there's soldiers in Bahrain. There, there are, but it's mostly Navy and Marines there. There aren't. There's like uh, the Army is mostly in Kuwait for like for pre-staging. Yeah, that that's so. Uh, well, is that whole situation fucked? Yeah. Are you kidding me? The whole Iraq. <laughs> yeah. No, it's really really bad. It's, it's not bad. a good situation. It's like. What does she feel about that situation? Where she, is she right now? She's in Arizona right now. She's at uh, military intelligence school at Fort Huachuca. Could she? Is, does she feel she she have thoughts about maybe having to go back over? Yeah, she went over to Afghanistan, but um, the uh, the Iraq thing that's it's really scary. I don't like the way that everything's set up. The whole religion in general. There's just like split between Sunni and Shia. And the Sunni are like the ruling class, and the Shia are like almost like the untouchables in like in India. They keep them in these little tiny neighborhoods that are packed in like rabbits in a warren. Versus the Sunnis live in these giant palatial compounds with you know mile square gardens and fountains and drive Maseratis. So what are they? So they're like the. Uh, so they're fighting each other. They're like the ski club. Yeah, they're like the really cool guys. They're like, oh yes, we're gonna go out with. With Buffy, and we're gonna shoot some clay pigeons. But now, how? What's the what's the solution? What's the solution? I don't know, man. Um, do we intervene? Do we stay out? I I don't know if we can not intervene. I mean, I don't know how we can let them all kill each other. I suppose, but it's getting pretty bad. Um, yeah, there's a very uh, there's a very that's a huge sentiment right now. Yeah, with soldiers. And um, is, uh, we kind of we kind of made that problem. Like, I mean, we didn't make it make it, but we definitely exacerbated the problem by taking out Saddam. I mean, he was an asshole. That agitated them. Yeah, that agitated the shit out of him. Plus, he was a real dick that kept everybody in line because everybody in his country hates each other. The the groups, the Kurds hate the Shia and the Sunnis. The Sunnis hate the Kurds and the Shia and the Shia hate the Kurds and the Sunnis. But why why is it our job to intervene? Why not get the UN? We should try. Well, we shouldn't go in unilaterally. We should go in with the UN. If we're gonna do it, it's a very sad state of affairs. A lot yeah. of uh, soldiers feel justified going to Afghanistan, but Iraq—they've—they are often conflicted on going. It was a, it going was a problem. Um, my brother definitely didn't want to go there. My brother went when he was 18 and um, had the whole world open up on him on April 4th, 2004, in Sadr City. Originally, they were training to go to Bosnia to just do a peacekeeping mission, and then we invaded Iraq <laughs> instead. And so a lot of, uh, you know, when the, when the soldiers were getting pulled out, that's what every America wanted. Yeah. Was this, we did. Was there, and then everyone's blaming each other. Um, we did hmm. the smart thing. We, we needed to get out of there. We shouldn't have been in there in the first place. But we also screwed up their infrastructure really bad. I mean, we, we freaking decimated most of their government programs. And then we just kind of left without really fixing everything. It's a terrible situation. It it's is. very unfortunate. Hopefully, hopefully the vibrations of the universe, the music in all the world, the Coast Guard, <laughs> can all join together and bring peace over there. So we're I well, hope so. We're well intended. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a very sad thing because uh, we don't want our soldiers over there. Uh, most of our, I mean, we don't want to, our soldiers don't want to go there. It's a shitty place to go. It's really hot. There's camel spiders, which are 
Camel spiders? No one told me about camel spiders. Camel spiders are big and scary. Is camel spiders like camel toe, except for it kind of goes out in like nine different directions? Yeah, it's like a 70s camel toe. 70s camel toe. That was when camel toe was in In. and Burt Baccarat was out. That's true. Uh, <clears throat> I want to walk away from Iraq War for a second. That's a good thing. That's I uh, good thing. it's such it it uh, it's a very touchy subject, and uh, and I have so much respect for everyone who's uh, gone over there, and uh, and I and I and it, it pains me that that situation is uh, is where it's at right now, and um, we still don't know why you you well, we still don't know what your agenda was for getting on this show. Um, I, what talk? Where do you it think was Nick, true? Facts. Where do you think Nick Vatterot is right now? I think Nick Vatterot is probably out like um, rescuing puppies from like and babies. Yeah, you from don't the know surf. Nick Vatterot. He eats puppies for lunch. It's oh well, then he should have been in China Hush because puppies. they had this like awesome like festival oh, where they killed like eighty thousand dogs. That's and not a real thing. Week. That's a real thing. You can look it up. Ladies and gentlemen, do fact check everything you hear on this show today. I don't know how much of this is is, is real. Um, I don't know how much I'm just hallucinating. I mean, are we even really in this room? Well, what is life? Is life yeah. just is life just a fever dream like in St. Elmo's fire? <laughs> or that's St. Elsewhere. Which one's which? Which one's the one with the snow globe? Which one's the three-minute video? <laughs> I always get him confused. Uh, All right, Nick Vatterot. Nick Vatterot has never made. Let me tell. Since you've never listened to the show, you don't even know what this is. I'm surprised you even knew it was a podcast. Um, Nick, each week, Nick Vatterot. It's the Nick Vatterot show, and each week we try to get. Well, we think Nick Vatterot's going to be here, and he can't make it. Mm-hmm. So we have to get someone to come in and cover for him. And he's to this day not been. Has not made it to one. Wow. Not made it to one. Hey, that's not a very good track record as a performer. Usually people, when you don't show up to like one gig, they, one. Like, they're like, you're never coming back. We're concerned. We don't yeah. know his whereabouts at this point. Should we not try sure and find I did search and rescue for a long time. I can help You're him. a Coast Guard. I Your am. job is finding people. The legit. Do you think Nick is just treading water off the coast of Bahra? I hope not. It was really gross. There's a lot of oil in the water. Uh, I thought you said there was no more oil back in Bahra. Oh, there's also some oil in the Gulf, though. Oh, it's in the water. Yeah, it's in the we water. We gotta start mining the water. Yeah, we should definitely mine the water. All right. Like with mines, though, right? With what? <laughs> mean like French mimes? Like the pantomime? Like mimes, like mimes. Mime! Mimes. There's a mime! There's lots of mimes in here. Do you like mimes? I hear miming is coming back. We had a mime on the show a couple weeks ago. I didn't really play over the, over a podcast. I, I don't think it probably went all that well. You're a comedian. We got veered off this. We did. Where do you do your? Oh, that's right. You perform to the people that you're talking to. Yeah, I've done I've done the open mics. I did the open mic at uh, Parley Live for. Why don't you start an year. open mic up in uh, Saratoga? That's Springs. actually something that I've been working on. Okay. Well, how we? I feel like you don't work on it. You either do it or you don't do it. I work until four o'clock in the morning most days. Do it. So do a midday can, mic. That's. Do they do that? Go laughs with Breck laughs, with hash totes and goof punchlines. Right now, I'm just trying to save enough money so that I can come down and do some open mics down here in the oh, city. Oh, open mics pay dividends. Uh, you can. Most people who put on open mics make money hand over fist. You think so? Oh, I know so. That's why there's so many open mics because everyone's making so much money yeah, off of right. that. That's why open mics are so great. Booked. Open mics are the. If you, I tell you what, if you want a way to get rich quick. Start open, an open mics. Mic. Start an open uh, mic in the back of a bar while the TVs are on and people aren't sure there's a comedy uh, show about to start. And then that's where like, you can make money. 
You're like, oh yeah, I need two hundred dollars a night to host this. And they go, two hundred dollars an hour? Sure. There you go. You got it. Here's all the food you want, and here's my boat for the weekend. That's a good plan. Um, you also are now. I'm a musician and an actor as well, and I've been focusing on that part a little bit more lately. You've been f- you've been putting most of your focus on musician acting. Well, music and acting. Yeah. That seems like your focus is, is split between two different it things. It generally is, yeah. I think focus means really you bad. focus on one thing. I've got really bad ADD. I'm really focusing on my baking right now, hanging out outside, playing Halo, eating more rice, watching all the cartoons in the world, and hanging out with a guy next door. I wish that I could play Halo, but I lost my Xbox in the divorce. She got the Xbox? Yeah. What was she playing? I have no idea. She was playing Viva Pinata, I think. Oh, is that the one with the pinata? Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. That's not a real game. That's a real game. Do you kill it? Is there a Coast Guard video game that you crush it at? There was a. There was Save actually, the Duck from the Oil. There was a Coast Guard video game about some kind of like haunted ship that you go on and like you're a coastie. It came out in like. 2008 or something. I can't remember what it's called. You know, he knows what I'm talking about. He sees. Uh, what is it? Do you guys know what it is? Whole fear. Whole fear. There you go. Whole fear. And could like, you shoot ducks whole. in it? Then that's my type of game. I only oh, yeah. like games that you can shoot ducks in. My favorite game is Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt was a great game. Yeah. It, it, my although I I I want to do a one. The only thing I didn't like about the game is you couldn't shoot that dog. And even though everybody even jump, everybody through. tried to shoot the dog afterwards. The game should have been shoot that dumb dog that mocks you. It just laughs at you. I'm sorry. I'm doing the best I can over here. My gun's not calibrated right. I have to shoot an inch to the left. God damn it. My mom is not home and my father's not home. I'm raising myself and 14 little puppies. I don't have time for this. And then he just owned it. And then, yeah, well, the dog, the dog owned it. He owned me yeah. a large part of my life that I'll never get back. But that's childhood, <laughs> and that's why we watch cartoons now, to regain an innocence that we never had. So, um, well, uh, can you give us a little bit of your material? Can, you, can I put you on the spot? And I know people sure. hate me put on the spot, but let's give some people uh, out. Uh, let's give it a taste. Come All on. Right. Let's, so, get your, uh, let's, let's get your name out there. Get your Twitter handle out there. Here do we you, go. Do you have a Kickstarter you'd like to plug? Are you I raising money not. for any sort of charity? Or a sketch video. I am not yet, but that is something. Are you raising money for a giant ladder or a new boat? Oh, boat would be great. Are you raising money for a uh, an old timey piano or perhaps a massage? A rub and tug? No, you can't raise money for that. They they stop that on uh, on on Kickstarter. Oh damn it! They have a rule now: you can't raise money to, to <laughs> for rub and for tugs. sexual pleasure. Oh. Um, so you want to hear some of my material? Let's, okay, let's so hear, um, let's hear it. Go, being a go. cocktail waiter has made me kind of, I think, understand what it's like to be a woman a little bit more because mm-hmm. I have to deal with drunk people in a state that they are usually not in. This woman the other day, I walk up to her table and she's sitting with a friend and two dudes and she says, can I ask you a question? And I was like, you just did. So what's the next one? And she said, how many girls have tried to make out with you tonight? And I was like, I don't know what you mean. And she was like, now seriously, you gotta tell me how many girls do you make out with? How many girls wanted to make out with you tonight? And I was like, I don't know. And she's like, well, don't worry. I'm not, I'm not hitting on you right now. This is my husband right here. Just kidding, we're swingers. You wanna make out? And I was like, I'm at work. But then every time I'd walk by her table for the next 15 minutes, she would scream, make out with me. And her husband looked not happy. That is a true story. That is a true story. You know what I like about it? It's relatable. <laughs> we've all we've all been told how 
how incredibly handsome we are and, and, <laughs> and, and how everyone wants to make out with us and inviting us into threesomes. That was a really I think you're just situation. bragging about being asked to do a threesome. Okay, I can give you some other material. I can't. I'm, uh, listen, listen. I love it. Right, I love you. the material. Thank you. Okay, it's great. Uh, this isn't, I, this is, it's great. What do you want from me? It's a great bit. I like that you laughed. That was enough. I laughed. What else do you want? I don't know. That was enough. I'm smiling now. Okay. It's good. I, um, I, uh, you got to break it out into the world. You got to put it up on open mic. Open, yeah. Go to an open microphone. Throw it up there. Figure out what their deal is. I, My first night, I decided I'm to just, just jealous. People. I hear that and I'm just jealous. <laughs> I, can't even get, I can't even get one person to want to hook up with me that I'm married to. Let alone a completely <sighs> different couple. I mean, infuriates me that these are your problems. <laughs> your problems are so many people want to make out with. Me. <laughs> uh, oh, this is another story. True story. Um, it's dangerous to leave around. It better not be true. If this is one of those James Frey little one. pieces things, I'm going to totally call you out on it. It's really dangerous to listen to your friends when you're young because they'll tell you like true facts about the life that are not. Like they convinced me that to masturbate you had to use uh, Vaseline. And like that's what I thought. They convinced I certain, you of that. My friends convinced me of this. My friend Sherman like convinced me that you have to have it to masturbate. So the first time I go in to like take care of the deed, I look in the medicine you know cabinet, and there was no um, Vaseline, but there was Vicks Vaporub, which is a similar consistency, but horrible fucking idea. So that happened, and then I jumped in the shower to try and wash that off, which turned out to be the exact wrong thing to do in that situation. So now I'm come off. So yeah, now I've got water on a chemical burn on my junk, and like my parents are in the room next to me, and it's military housing, so it's paper thin walls, and I couldn't scream. So that was that was a traumatic experience. You have a lot of sex material. I have a lot of sex material, yeah. A lot of dick shit. A lot of dick jokes. A lot of dick stuff. A lot of, a lot of a lot about getting your old, getting your willy wet. Getting it wet, yeah. Getting it getting wet. You know what I like to do? What's that? Get it dry. Get it dry, baby. I was like, hey, boys, don't wait up tonight. I'm going out to get my get dick dry. dry. I start with a wet dick, and then when it's dry, I go home. Well, I go out and get my dick wet just by getting so drunk that nothing will happen for the rest of the night. <laughs> That's how wet it gets. Yeah, that's how wet Do it you gets. Sit, I sit in a bucket of Ovaltine. Oh yeah. And that's how I get it. I get it real wet. I get it real wet. Oh, yeah, I'll get my legs wet, wet too. Wet. Hell, mm -hmm. I'll jump in the whole pool. Mm -mm -mm. Um, okay. You're a very story oriented comedian. Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, I like some jokes. I've got some clean jokes. You've clean material. I have some clean jokes. Okay. All right. By the way, I'm not going to laugh out loud. I'll just write down whether I laughed or not. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. is that fine? That's fine. And you're That's not fine. allowed to look at my file. That's fine. I will, I will so I avert may, my eyes. I may write down... Dying laughing. Okay. Okay. That's just how I. That's how I communicate. So these are animal-based clean jokes. My first one <laughs> is, um, you should please, <laughs> please say that. But every time you tell these jokes, please start out by saying that. I, I, I do that. These uh, are animal-based. I like your. It's like you're at a Clinique counter. All right, hi. Can I? Can I? This is some animal-based, uh, uh, organically uh, uh, test animal uh, clean jokes. Well, you get what I was trying to do. I fucked it up. I got it. I got it. So the first one is, you should never date clams. They're shellfish lovers. You should also... I'm writing uh, down laughter. All right, all right. Um, another one. This is more of an African-based uh, 
like animal joke, but uh, you should never get against uh, get into a race against a cheetah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I fucked that whole joke up. Nope. All you, right, you had me. All, all right, you, you, uh, you, you should had... never get into a race against a cat on the savannah because they're all cheetahs. There it is. There you go. And you should never cr- trust the king of the jungle because he's lying. I love it. All right, there you go. Those are my African-based. Do you tweet jokes. these? these are t- I do. I did. I tweeted. I've some written of those. ha ha four thousand times on my piece that's, of paper. That's a lot of times. That's a Dude, lot. I ran out of ink. Paper. All right. I love this. What sort of songs do you do? I um I wrote one about George Zimmerman. Who has it? Called Stand Your Ground. Um, oh boy. And, country song. Uh, yeah, it's like a country blues song, <laughs> and um it's definitely a work of satire. I make sure to you know, preface the song every time by saying that it's satire. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Simmons didn't have enough people behind him. <laughs> and then um, other oh, jokes. Oh, wait, I, I said that wrong. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Um, let's see here. Uh, how do people react to the George Zimmerman song? Um, they did not react well when I played at the Luke Bryan concert last year. Who's Luke Bryan? He's some comedy guy. Uh, not comedy. He's some music guy that country, I don't know. He mm. does a lot of Nirvana, or Metallica covers. They always shit. say country music, but I never know what country they're from. Yeah. Canada, I think, most of the time. What if it's Bahra? Uh, it might be Bahrain. I, I, listen, I like listening to country music. What country? Bahra. Bahrain. It's a lot of, you know, contemporary radio. That's the, uh, that's, that's the hottest one with the bullet. It Number is, one on the charts. Is, Shadow Stevens says it's going to remain there for a while at the top. <laughs> All right, guys, we have to wind down here. It's coming to the end. That was a that was a, a Chewbacca, Chewbacca doing his impression of the Jetsons. He was. Um, okay, so I'm looking. So here's the here's what's going to happen now. I I will put down everything I've written down on your file. I've written everything that you've you've said. You've offered the things that you would like to talk about on the mm-hmm. show. If you if you were to if I if you were to have me on. If we decide to have you on, it's going to go into... There's a lot of paperwork. It's a long process. Okay? So if you don't hear something back right away, just know that it's, it hasn't happened yet. Indeed. Okay? But it's, in, it's a very long process. Indeed. You know? You'll, you'll hear somebody, and like, why are, you know, why are they on? Yeah. And it's like, well, that's somebody who 14 years ago applied. Right. And it just came. So you might right. not hear for 14 years. Okay? That's okay. I'm patient. That's fine. For the most part. We just hope, we just, you know, pray that the podcast medium is still around then. I, I, it would, I think it should be. It might all be, uh, I think it should be. It, it might be, uh, might be by farts. They might be doing it by farts. It's all by smell at that point. You never know. Everything will be smell in the future. Yeah. None of this, none yeah. of this is hearing. Audio visual bullshit. Yeah. Where can people see your, uh, anything? You have, uh, I do you have pref- any comedy or music or engineering on the internet? I, I have a YouTube channel. Um, is it worth going to? Uh, not right now. No, <laughs> not really. No. What if, what if people in the future want to go to? It? Uh, I have a SoundCloud. Go to a SoundCloud. Yeah, my SoundCloud's pretty good. It's the the Hip Stars. The Hip Stars. Yeah. Ah, is that a play on words? That is a play on words. It is that. That's my like music project. But I also will upload things that I comedy bits as well. But I try to write funny songs. That's what I've been focusing on. Now, lately. all of them in favor of murderers. For the, for the most part, yeah. <laughs> That's you your know. genre. Yeah, yeah. We, we're Perfect. pro pro murder. You know, pro murder. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it's satire, folks. It goes, Get with the program. Well, I can give you a little bit of what the song goes. It goes like. This. Do we want to hear it? Maybe. Do you need a Do you need a piano? No, I'm good. Okay, you're gonna do it a cappella. I will. All right. 
Stand your ground. You can start a fight. You can shoot another man if you make sure that he ain't white. Stand your ground. You can start a fight. You can kill another man if he ain't white. Trayvon Martin was only 17, was an honor roll student. He tried to keep it clean. But then one night, he's just walking from the store where he grabbed a bag of Skittles and a tea and nothing more. Georgie boy came out through the rain, hollering something like a man insane. Pulled out a gun and he shot him in the chest and they laid that boy down to rest. That's the saddest song I've ever heard. Yeah. <sighs> I'm crying on the inside. Yeah. And I just lost all my followers. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to uh, thank uh, Douglas Lee Kobrick for uh, coming onto the show, applying to be a guest. I really appreciate it. You I really, hope that I, Nick has me on. I you, hope well, you had it up until the George Zimmerman song. <laughs> you really, it was up until that moment you were a guest. I'd written down guest, and then. Then bummer. <laughs> then the George Zimmerman Debbie song. Downer. Wah, wah. George Zimmerman kind of canceled it all out. Now, um, ladies and gentlemen, if you have a question, uh, if you do, if you know where the whereabouts of Nick Vatterat are, or you have a question for Nick Vatterat, if he reaches out to us, that we can reach out to him and ask him a question. Uh, write, write to. Uh, there's an email, electronic mail. It's Nick Vatterat, N-I-C-K-V-A-T-T-E-R-O-T-T at oodlesofpun.com. Oodles That's, of pun. It's so punny. It's a pun using the word pun, but people still forget it. It's so punny. Um, we also uh, subscribe to the iTunes so we can keep updates of maybe where the whereabouts of uh, Nick Vatterat are. Maybe if Nick Vatterat comes back. Maybe if Douglas Lee comes back on, if we wind up passing him through uh, this uh, screening test. Douglas, thank you very much. Anything else you want to say to uh, the folks? Just thanks for having me on. This was fun. I enjoyed it. Thank you for your time spent in the U.S. Coast Guard. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you on the interweb or outside or wherever.